Hey there, my dears. Here we are at lesson 52. This is our second review lesson, and I'm going to read all five at the beginning. I'm upset because I see what is not there. The second one, I see only the past. My mind is preoccupied with past thoughts. I see nothing as it is now. My thoughts do not mean anything. Okay, now notice this very interesting construction. The first two are, I'm upset because I see what's not there. It's focusing on things. The second one, I see only the past. The third one, we're now back to thoughts. My mind is preoccupied with past thoughts. And then back to seeing. And the last one, back to thinking. It's masterfully intertwining our seeing and our thinking because they are the same thing. The world that's showing up as the world of form is simply a version or an expression of the thoughts in my mind. It wants you never to see those as two separate things because that the power is going to lie in recognizing thoughts come first, then their equivalent things, at least in this world. And if I change my thoughts, I'm going to change my world. That's going to be the idea throughout all of this. You have the power to do this. Now, to go back to a few things that it says, reality, which is love, which is the truth of you, is never frightening. It can't possibly be upsetting because it brings us only deep, unshakable peace. So it says if you're upset, it's because you've just made some stuff up. You have imagined some things. There are holograms, there are illusions, any word you prefer. These illusions are upsetting because I think they're real. Nothing in reality is ever affected by this confusion of mine. So I'm really always upset about nothing. Now, this is like the little kid who is convinced there is a monster in the closet. And he is so afraid and so scared that there's a monster in the closet that he can't sleep. And it's going to be very helpful to him if an adult or a caregiver comes in and says, let's go look in the closet together and see if there really is a monster in there or not. And of course there isn't. So this is the same thing right here. We're terrified of something that has not happened and that is not there. So this is trying to take us by the hand to say, nothing is damaged, nothing is changed, nothing is ruined, nothing is disappeared, nothing is altered. The bedroom is still exactly the same, no matter what the little kid makes up. So then it says, as I look around, I condemn the world I look upon. It's an automatic condemnation because I'm holding my past thoughts. I'm seeing the equivalent of my past thoughts, making them my enemies. And it says, oh my goodness, when you have released these insane ideas, you will bless everyone. There will be no enemies. You will look with love on everything because you're not looking at past thoughts. You will be looking at present now experience. Then this third thing, I'm seeing only my own thoughts. I am preoccupied with past thoughts. Who did what to whom? Everything I do is predicated on 
what went before. I'm trying to be safe. And also, listen to this. I'm using past thoughts to prevent the present from dawning on my mind. Oh my God, we really are insane. You see, the present is not a little slice of time between the past and future. Past and future are made up of thoughts with no substance. The present is made up of love where all the power and all the substance exists. So it says, let me understand that I'm trying to use time, the thinking about past and future, against love. Oh my goodness. When I can finally get rid of the past, when I finally see that I'm giving up just old past thoughts, I'm giving up nothing of any value whatsoever. Now, this fourth one is really important. I see nothing as it is now. Emphasis on now. It can, I can only be sick. It makes this amazing statement if I see nothing as it is now, you might say in the now present moment that I'm just seeing nothing at all. I'm seeing these illusions. Then it makes this marvelous statement. The choice is not whether to see the past or the present. That means time or eternity. The choice is whether to see or not, because I'm never actually seeing any kind of reality when I'm involved with past and future. What we have chosen to see, to make up for our past or future and all the illusions therein, has cost me vision. The vision is when I'm still in time and space, remember, but I see everything as light and love. And then we really begin to pray, I do want to choose again, that I can see reality as it is. This has been a really awful choice up to this point, but I didn't know what my options were. And then finally, it goes on to tell us, we don't have any private thoughts. And yet, I seem only to be aware of private thoughts. What do those mean? It says they don't exist and so they don't mean anything. Yet, my mind is part of creation, and remember, I live and exist in the mind of creator or source. So it says these imaginary illusory thoughts, kind of like the monster in the closet, I now can trade in. I don't have to do this anymore. I can now claim the real thoughts that are loving and life-giving rather than these pathetic little meaningless so-called private, and I'm going to add non-existent thoughts, because they have no substance. Only what is loving has substance. There you go. Lots of great ideas all tied together. Sure hope you have a great day.